0: Hello, and welcome to All Things Travel. We don't always think about being active while on vacation. However, traveling to take part in your favorite sports or active endeavors is a popular reason to travel. Today, Ryan and I are going to talk about why you should plan to stay active on your next
1: vacation. So, Julie, active and vacation doesn't always... Compute for B, although I have in the past. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not thorough. When I when I think about the vacations I enjoy the most, oftentimes they're on a lounge chair, by a pool, drinking some sort of frozen concoction. And active I can see, yeah. doesn't. But I know both of us have, have done active trips. How about yes. you? What have been your favorites?
0: My run Disney trips, for sure. I do a Absolutely. lot of trips to Disney where I'm also participating in races.
1: And if you search back, folks, that was actually one of Julie's first guest appearances on All Things Travel was to talk about Run Disney. I've Did actually that? taken trips where I've done backpacking and I've done hiking in Utah, in Michigan. I would certainly call those active travel, right? I agree. I and think then so. when I was a professor, I would lead a class actually on international sport governance, and we would take trips to Europe. So I've been to Ireland, I've been to England, I've been to Greece. Spain and Italy. And oftentimes, as part of that, we would always watch sports, but we would uh, meet with sporting like teams and, and governing bodies and things like that. But we would often take part in sports. So, like, I remember in Ireland, we did a Gaelic games experience where we did wow. hurling and Irish football. I've been to the Lord's Cricket Ground and done uh, cricket uh, drills, kind of a unique experience of being active there on my trips.
0: I didn't know any of
1: that. Very I cool. Uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. I will tell you, I am not very good at cricket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised.
1: Uh, so today we are going to talk about traveling for sports, either being involved in sports or we'll talk a little bit about sports spectating yep. and what are some of the events that people travel for. But first, you want to plan a trip to an amazing destination, but you don't know how to get started. As your travel advisor, we work with you to create a customized itinerary for your vacation and take the stress out of planning away so that you can focus on the fun and creating memories. You can reach out to me at Ryan at creatingmagicvacations. com
0: or me at Julie at creatingmagicvacations dot com
1: So Julie, as I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about why do people travel for sports and activities and for me, One of the first things that came to mind is it really kind of gives you a reason for the trip.
0: I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It gives
1: you a why. You know, I want to go here to experience this activity or I want to go here to learn how to scuba dive or learn how to do this particular thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's where my run Disney trips come in because I Mm -hmm. can say, oh, but I'm going to do a race and Disney at the same time.
1: I think it also gives you a reason to travel with maybe some of your buddies or if you have a team that you're on or a a group that does a particular activity. I I think it it, it builds that instant travel group, if you will. Yeah. I think it also avoids that vacation slump. I kind of joked at the beginning about sitting in the lounge chair and everything, but sometimes it's just fun to be active on a vacation, whether it's a walk or a hike or renting a bike for the time. It just helps you vacation in a different way.
0: I agree. And I think if you are participating in a sport on your vacation or any type of fitness activity, it kind of gives a whole nother level of of motivation to your sport.
1: And it also allows you, maybe it becomes a recurring vacation. You're going to talk here in a few minutes about golf vacations or different things. I'm going to talk a little about, about wellness. Oftentimes these trips... Become recurring and groups of people do it year after year, and it becomes part of their fitness routine.
0: One of the most popular activities that I've had people ask me about in relation to their travel is golf. Golf. I've had people talk about doing golf trips domestic and international. And I think this is becoming like a really popular thing because golf is something that's a little bit more laid back. You know, it's great if you're a good golfer and you're good at the sport. But it's also something that almost everyone can enjoy to some degree.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: When I think about booking a trip like this for a client or or starting some research for it, if they're going to go domestic, there's a couple of really big hotspots that people want to go to. They want to go to Scottsdale
1: out in in Arizona. Arizona,
0: which I think is a great location because it offers a lot of really cool resorts that are on golf courses, but it also offers a lot of other things to do in the area. It could either be all about golfing or it could be, hey, we're going to golf. And then a couple of days later, we're going to go to Sedona. And then a couple of days later, we're going to go to the Grand Canyon. It could really kind of go either way. Oh, man, want. that
1: sounds like a great trip.
0: Right. I, I've, I've <laughs> looked into lot of those trips. Another popular one is the Carolinas. One of my friends, this is where he tends to go um, on trips with buddies, is down to the Carolinas. And usually if you're going down there, you're going to go to Hilton Head, Myrtle Beach, Pinehurst, North Carolina a couple of different places. And sometimes golfers want to travel to these destinations because of the history associated there or, or maybe because the PGA Tour has been there. And the last really big place domestically is California, which isn't surprising because California is so big. There's so many options. And the, the most popular one out there is probably Pebble Beach. My husband is a golfer, so he has some friends okay. who are friends. And they'll say, oh, yeah, we want to go play at Pebble Beach. It's so cool they haven't done it yet, but all of them, it's on their wish list. When we think about going international, I would say the most requested destination I get for golfing international is in Scotland. Um,
1: Absolutely. Yes. The birthplace of golf.
0: Exactly. So that's the kind of thing where people want to go and they want to experience the history and and golf and, and just feel that history around them. The fun thing with that is obviously there's a lot to do in Scotland. So There's a lot of other sites you're going to be able to see at the same time. Maybe the family is going, but not everyone wants to golf. And you can kind of split up and and do that. The fun thing about golfing and vacations is if you plan your trip right and pick your destination right, we can help you find a resort that may include your green fees or you have a resort on property. So I know there's a lot of resorts we work with that have that option. And they're all over the Caribbean. You could do I'm the Bahamas. I'm thinking
1: sandals as, that would have as, golfing. Your green fees aren't necessarily included all the time, but you get discounted rates or they make it super easy to to play.
0: Yes. And or transportation to the courses as might be included. So in in, in all these resorts that we work with that may offer golf as an activity, if it's not included in the all-inclusive price, you're typically getting a discount compared yeah. to other guests that might golf there, or they may be running a special where you could get a resort credit that you could use
1: on. Yep, absolutely. Um,
0: So that's a really fun scene. It's also it also might be a reason why you might pick one all-inclusive resort over another. I've had so many inquiries on this lately. I think that's a fun
1: one. You bring up a good point, Julie, is if you have an activity that you want to do, don't hesitate to let us know that because for instance, I, I brought up Sandals here a minute ago. If you are scuba certified, your mm-hmm. scuba activities are included in your all-inclusive menu. So right. don't don't be shy to say, hey, could I find a place where I could do this? Or yes. I really want to know about this. That's not in our thought process as we're looking. We may we may gloss over something that Has, though, that included golf that you would just love, but you just didn't even think to ask.
0: Right. And I would even go to say, we're kind of qualifying our clients. Those are questions that are going to come up. But, you know, definitely tell us about any special interests that you have. I do want to mention just one other piece about the golfing that I just thought of. A lot of these places that are stateside, these destinations are going to have resorts where they have an amazing deal where you're going to pay. Yeah one rate and you're going to get to golf every day you're going to get your food included you're going to get your nights included um so if you're looking for something that's very golf heavy we can easily find places like two you just need to let us know what you're looking for
1: one of the activities that i want to talk about with this topic julie is pickleball pickleball well, is actually thing. i mean it is huge and and it it started off as something for older adults. And I really think it has expanded from there. I mean, my son will even go, at the age of 14, will go play with a group in town here, play pickleball. And there are actually, there are cruise ships now. So for instance, when we were on Celebrity a few weeks ago, they actually retrofitted their basketball court to be a pickleball court. And they had open pickleball play. They had pickleball tournaments all throughout the cruise dur- during sea days and even port days. And there are resorts now that are offering Pickleball courts. So I would say most of the new resorts that we are seeing popping up, Pickleball yeah. is one of the things that they are including. I know even river cruises. So I'm going to be sailing on Amma Waterways here in the spring. They actually have on some of their newer ships, they have put Pickleball courts on the top, deck of their ship. Just imagine, river cruising in Europe while playing pickleball. Wow. That'd be pretty awesome. I mean,
0: that's it, it is very cool. It's definitely for a a certain type of affinity group, right? Yeah. Or a, a certain type of traveler. If that's the experience you're looking for, that sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. Obviously tennis and pickleball were kind of cousins here, and so my best friend actually is a tennis coach and pickleball coach in Florida. And I have talked to him about having tournament trips to resorts. And as I've talked to these resorts who have tennis courts, they have pickleball courts, we can absolutely put a group together where they have dedicated time at the courts, either for practice and drills or for games, where we can have dedicated cocktail parties or award parties. Maybe you have a tournament awards dinner. So not even just... I'm going with my buddies, but maybe I'm going with my pickleball club and we're actually running a tournament while we're there. Or my tennis uh, league can actually have a trip. We can put those things together for you. Those types of trips are something that the resorts are happy to host.
0: And going along with that, if you did want to put together a group trip, focusing around that common activity, pickleball, tennis, whatever it may be we may be able to get a really great rate doing it as a group for you and and get you some of those special amenities with that group. So the next big one that we thought of was running. I mentioned briefly Run Disney because this is the biggest one that comes to my mind when I think about traveling for running is the one that I do, which are the Run Disney races. So just very, very briefly, because we have a whole Mm -hmm. episode about Run Disney. But these events occur in Walt Disney World four times a year, November, January, February and April. You register well in advance, so it does take a lot of planning, but you can run any distance from a 5k all the way up to a marathon, or you can run every single distance in the middle all in one trip if you right. want to. I wouldn't recommend it, but a lot of people think that's, that's fun. fun. So th- these these trips are really fun, and it's really my favorite thing about the Run Disney trips, and I, I believe I probably say this on that episode, it's just the atmosphere of of all the athletes, those race mornings it is really unlike any other race I've ever experienced. Um,
1: it's really cool. I remember taking my daughter and it was such a positive yes, environment.
0: It's so positive. It gets you so pumped up. Having that goal of of running at a destination and especially running at Disney, you might be a little more motivated in your training to, to meet that goal and to accomplish it and The other thing about running at a destination, which I'm going to mention some other popular places coming up, is you get to see different sites. You get to see special things that you may not see at your regular time touring those cities or touring those destinations. Um, Some really popular places people love to travel to for marathons are Hawaii. I have a lot of people I know that have gone to Hawaii for marathons. And you get to see the island in a completely different light. Our friend
1: Chris Janney, who's been on the show... His mom actually runs the Hawaii marathon and they're making a whole family vacation out of it. They're going to go support her and run some of the shorter races.
0: races, So
1: they're just, they're making the whole trip around the Hawaii marathon.
0: Right. And that's a great thing to do. I I have someone else that I was talking to last week that is getting ready to go to Germany for the Berlin marathon. Uh So that's another great one. You know, Rome has the Rome marathon, which sounds amazing to run through some of those historical sites. Um, Obviously, Boston, New York, and Chicago are really popular ones in the U.S. to travel to. Yeah. And if you talk to any runner, any of those marathons are usually on their bucket list. Uh, Absolutely. The other fun races that come to mind when I think about running and traveling are the rock and roll series. I don't know if you've ever heard of these, Right, I have not. It's basically every mile there's a live band playing. I've done it up in Philadelphia before. But the really big one is over in Vegas. And it, it's just it's such a cool experience the whole time you're running you're awesome. hearing music.
1: Yeah, um, that's really cool.
0: Making a trip and planning your trip around running a race, but it not only motivates you in your fitness journey, but it also gives you an opportunity to see a new destination and a new light, which I think is really fun. If you're running 26 miles through a destination, you're going to cover a lot of ground and, and see a lot of things.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the last activity that we want to talk about today is kind of all-encompassing with wellness. Oftentimes, this is tied to yoga or different lifestyle practices, kind of holistic, if you will. Um, and, And I did a lot of research on this, and there are actually companies that will organize these entire trips for you. So if you just want to say, I want to do a yoga retreat, those are out there for you. And there are yoga retreats all over the world in the United States. And then I actually had a friend, Julie, who was becoming a yoga instructor and she actually did her final certification. Her yoga retreat was at Alani and uh, on Oahu. She actually chose that particular one so she could travel with it. You can do this several ways. You can either do this as an individual where you find a place you want to travel to that has one of these retreats and you do that, or you can have a group. They could actually go to a resort or go to a destination, and they will actually create a yoga experience, a wellness yeah. experience for you. So, mm-hmm. kind of the same thing with pickleball and tennis, right? I've got my, mm-hmm. I've got my class or my group that does this, and we're going to a retreat or a resort that can design this for us.
0: Yes, I would also piggyback and say, if you were looking for just a resort or a vacation that had more of a wellness vibe we do have partners that that is. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Right. Yes. You know, that resort is not known for partying. It's known for being a relaxing vibe and promoting wellness. And but that doesn't necessarily mean you're on a retreat where you're cut off from the world. It's just a a
1: different vibe. Before we talk about some other things about creating these kind of trips and some of the Big sporting events that people travel for, Julie. I want to talk about where in the world is all things travel? So, as I looked at some of the recent downloads, the top US city that popped up is one that I absolutely love, and that is Chicago. I have talked about Chicago multiple times on this podcast. I live about three hours south of Chicago. My grandfather used to drive the South Shore train from South Bend, Indiana to Chicago for his job. So, I have a real love affair with the city of Chicago. It's awesome. I think it is a fabulous tourist destination. Have you been to Chicago?
0: I haven't.
1: Oh man! Oh, we need to get you there.
0: Me and all my kids. Okay.
1: You and all you and all your kids. You and all your kids. It not well, cold
0: though. I don't know. It
1: would not be any colder than Maryland. Okay. All right. All right. When I think about tourist things to do in Chicago, one iconic thing that pops up is taking a river tour of the city. And a lot of times it's an architectural tour on the Chicago River. It just it's the iconic way to see the city and just kind of see it in a different way, if you will.
0: I have heard that I has actually, even though I haven't been, I've heard a lot about the architecture in Chicago and that that's like the thing to go and see.
1: Yes, it's very, very cool. Absolutely. So, hey, listener from Chicago, we would love to meet you on a river cruise where we are seeing the architectural uh, skyline of Chicago. And hey, maybe we'll even see you at St. Patrick's Day when they dye the Chicago River green.
0: Hey, cool.
1: All right Julie, so let's talk about some ideas for creating a sports or activity-based trip. What should people be thinking about?
0: I think we mentioned this briefly earlier, but if you've got a group of people and you guys are all interested in doing the same type of activity, mm-hmm. you know, bring that group to us, we can make it a group trip and you can receive a lot of benefits including like ryan mentioned maybe a special welcome reception maybe a special like a like an award ceremony towards the end and you can even get things like a special rate for your trip If you have a group you bring the group to us and we can make you make sure you get some benefits to that that group and you can also even do things like when i was touring the cruise ship earlier this week you know they have a fitness center and a yoga space and If if you want to set up to then do your yoga classes on board and we can create your schedule and and things like that, we would work with um, the activities teams at the resorts or on the cruise and get all that set up for you.
1: I would say along with that, then thinking about how do I create a trip like this, you might even have a built-in group that you don't even think about. If you partner with your local sports club or organization or the fitness or wellness center that you frequent. There's a group right there. Talk to the owner, talk to the organizer. My guess is they would be very interested in in putting something like this together. They can work with a travel advisor like Julie or myself to organize this. It's not as hard as you think. If, right. if you come up with the idea, we can help you get it done. Or there are folks in your local location that can, that can help you get it done. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other way, of course, is to if you have a specific sport that you're into and you see an event that you want to participate in, you know, take the event and, and start training for it and then plan your trip around that event. This really lends itself to, to golfing and running and things that have these big events that you travel to. Um, I'm a runner, not so much right now after having my third child. But in my community, running is a very popular thing. And we have local running stores and they do a lot of training groups for the local races. But wouldn't it be cool to have a training group for a race that you would all travel to together and either to support each other in that endeavor? Because, you know, a lot of people do want to go run Boston and do want to go run in London. uh, But it's a lot to to undertake on your
1: own. I mean, what a great motivation for training or fitness or weight loss to say, here's something next year I want to do six months down the road that I want to do, and here's how I'm gonna gonna train for it. Absolutely. It's kind right. of so, a nice reward.
0: Yeah, a nice reward for your training and a great way to include maybe your family in your activity if they aren't actively participating in. The sporting events they're participating in planning the trip.
1: Julie, I think uh, down the road we're going to talk specifically about sports spectating. But I know mm-hmm. with this idea, you you looked at some of the major sporting events that people travel for, and gosh, some of these some of these have been on my wish list. What are some of the top sporting events that people travel for?
0: This list it kind of surprised me, and there were some events that I I kind of I hate to say it, but I forgot about them until I was researching for this. So. I just want to do a quick mention of the top five sporting events that might entice you to travel. And these are not in the accurate order. (laughs) These are just the most popular ones. So the first would be the Olympic Games. And the next time that you can go to the Olympic Games is in Paris in 2024. So if you're thinking about going to Paris and the Olympic Games are on your list, you need to start working on that now. Or if you're thinking about going to Paris in 2024, maybe avoid that time frame.
1: Maybe that's not when you want to. You know. Exactly. <laughs> and, and they'll be stateside. They'll be in L.A. in 2028. Yes. And I I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm doing it, but I'm going to the Olympic Games. I'm going to California.
0: That would be so cool. A very close friend of mine, one of my best friends from college, she traveled to the Olympic Games every year. Oh, wow. very cool. It was very cool experience that they used to have, but I know it takes a lot of planning to get your tickets and and yeah. all those kind of things. When you do travel to the games, you're not so much exploring the city. You're really on the games. Yeah,
1: that's not going to be your time to go off and do this, that, and the other thing, unless you really want to extend uh, extend or or I don't want to say sacrifice, but do it instead of seeing the games because it's going to be kind of hard to juggle all that.
0: I agree. Okay, so the next really popular sporting event to travel for is the Super Bowl. So right here in the States, the next one is in February, and it's in Las Vegas. So that should be a very cool experience. Yep. Also probably a very expensive one. The next one is not something that I'm very familiar with, but it's the Monaco Grand Prix. And I think one of our owner's probably not going to like that I say I'm not familiar with it. But do you know anything about this, Ryan?
1: Well, I know what Grand Prix races are. I also know from the movie Iron Man 2, I know the Monaco Grand Prix. These are really cool races. And I know that they do Grand Prixs in other other areas. In fact, in in St. Petersburg, Florida, even, my friend Marco always has a party for the St. Pete Grand Prix from his condo overlooking the race course. Yeah, these are really fun events because they are races in cities with race cars. And so they're a completely different thing than what you think of when you think of car racing.
0: So you can tell I'm such a a mom of little kids, because when I think of this, I'm like, wasn't this in the Cars movie? (laughs) Wasn't that in like Cars 3? That's my that's my introduction to the Grand Prix. So if you want to go, the next one is in May of 2024.
1: There you go. Now, this next one, Julie, I've already mentioned, this is going to happen in my life at some point.
0: Yes, is Wimbledon. Ryan really wants to oh, go to Wimbledon.
1: Can't wait. I talked about these classes that I went. I've been to Wimbledon. I just haven't been to Wimbledon for the tennis matches. So the next Got time I go, it. I want to go for the tennis matches, not just to see the facility.
0: And they occur every July. So if you want to plan your trip, that's when you'll be traveling. The last really popular one that I came across was the World Cup. And I think this is a really fun one because they go on for a couple weeks. You have a lot of opportunities to see so many different teams. The next one is the men's, and that's in 2026. I'm not sure the whole schedule of how this works. But did the women's one just happen?
1: The women's one just happened. Yep. That's yep. what So So that's why there's a, a gap. I, I there,
0: remember yeah. watching it. And I yes. just want to mention sure that that was the right thing I was thinking of. Yep. So the next one is 2026. I've never been. I think it's really cool. The next one's taking place in Canada, Mexico, and the U.S.
1: So that's really interesting because you could actually, if you plan this out right, you could actually travel to multiple places throughout the tournament to see the games.
0: That's what I think is, is so neat about it. And those games are always really fun for me to watch on TV.
1: As we wrap up, Julie, is there a sports trip or an activity trip that you are planning for your family?
0: I am. I just registered a week or so ago for the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend 2024.
1: So I'm taking a little different tack. Shane, you know, former co-host and friend of the podcast, and I, I have, start- him. have started started batting the idea around to walk the Camino, which is a walking trip in Spain. Wow. And I was actually, i plane tickets were purchased, equipment was purchased for the summer of 2020 to do oh, this. No. And obviously that didn't happen. So well, no. this is something that, that will be happening in my life. I'm not sure when, but that's what I would be training for next when it comes to an active vacation.
0: That is a really unique one. I really like that idea.
1: Yeah. You want to plan a
0: trip to an amazing destination but don't know how to get started? As your travel advisor, we work with you to create a customized itinerary for your vacation and take the stress of planning away so you can focus on the fun and creating memories.
1: You can reach out to me at Ryan at com,
0: or me at Julie at com.
1: We look forward to talking to you next week on All Things Travel.